0: Welcome back to What Do They Know Podcast. It's week four and the guys are breaking down what they've seen
1: through the first quarter of the season. They'll give updated power rankings over reactions and Nick will try to keep it together as the guys record in the middle of the Jets comeback attempt against the Chief on Sunday night football. But hey, what do they know?
0: What do they know? Well we are about to find out what's going on everybody. This is the week four edition of the What Do They Know podcast. Uh, my name is Nick Hoskins. I'm with my buddy Jeff Garcia. Hello. What's going on, man?
1: Oh, not much. Another another week, another loss for the Saints and uh, a little depressed, but uh, I got playoff baseball coming up. So there you go. <laughs> At least something to look forward to go. this week.
0: Go Diamondbacks. Go I'm Diamondbacks. That. That's right. All right. So we are, I'm going to do my best here. Okay. I'm going to try and host this show and still watch the Jets game. Um, they've made it competitive. As right. Of right now it's 17. To, was it 13, 12, 12, 12, 12 17, 12. Um. Remember. Midway, midway through the second quarter. So <laughs>
1: remember, it's an explicit free yeah, show. Remember, yeah, this is
0: a clean show. So uh, <laughs> we're going to need uh, our production team to hit the mute button.
1: <laughs> a lot of bleeps if, through we this a, session. if we have a production team.
0: We've got to find one. We better find one. <laughs> all <laughs> Stop right, do it. Yep. Um. All right, so we are going to start out the week as we do. Ev- oh. <laughs> Oh, oh my no. gosh, dude! CJ Mosley just dropped a pick. Everybody, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm I just dropped a just dropped a pick. All right, all right. Let's get let's let's reel back in. Um, we are going to start out with Jeff's random thought of the week. Okay, I'll try to. Um, um. I think I also have one this week. Oh, you got I one do, this so I'll week?
1: I'll let you go. I'll let what you go. Okay, um,
0: and then and then I'll share mine. Okay.
1: All right. So on my way over here, actually, there's a construction going on by the train. Uh, trainway yeah on the railroad and i mean that sort of thing kind of reminds me of rubbernecking like you're always looking at things along the side of the road and whatnot yep Yep. i don't know how good you are with that i used Uh, to be terrible not great Yeah, yeah i used to be terrible crashes people are for me (laughs) yeah <laughs> the number one thing with rubbernecking is animals if i see a, a dog or something on the side of the road oh i'm looking yep. i'm looking 100 of the time yep or and, a dead deer like i can't help but not look at it ah,
0: i know it's gross but like i just i, I yeah
1: that's that yeah dead animals aren't so really like um i guess a common occurrence over in arizona but definitely around here in oh, new yeah. york oh yeah uh, especially out here in upstate new york But it's just one of those things where um i know i've improved. <laughs> and I, I, I was actually proud of myself for the improvement of car crashes and all that stuff. But for me, one thing I will never be able to get over is, is animals, pets, yeah. stuff like that. So, yeah, that was my random thought of the, okay. of the week. All right, let's see with yours. So mine is actually sports related. Uh-huh. Um,
0: it's sports gear etiquette. Okay, what is it? Okay, what is the etiquette behind when are you supposed to wear? And here's here's what I, here's why I say this. Anybody who knows me well. Oh, that's a that's the incomplete pass. That's an incomplete pass for <laughs> oh, so the challenge flag.
1: Incomplete close. pass.
0: It's close. Um, and they didn't challenge it. Nope. Okay. <laughs> um, anybody who knows me knows that I am very, very anal about when I wear my sports gear, what sports gear you can wear, and when. Like I'm super rigid when it comes to that. Mm. And so those of you that are watching on YouTube can see that I'm wearing my Aaron Rodgers jersey tonight. Oh, right. yeah. And I almost returned to this Jersey, like, like that's how oh, I think I'm over the top. I think it's fair to say that I'm over the top, but like right. I, when he got injured that night, I was like, I'm done. I'm not wearing, I'm not wearing a Jersey of a player who's injured, who's not playing anymore. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just not going to do it. And then I was like, you know what? He's there in the stadium tonight. They're wearing their retro jerseys. That's what this is. Like, I'm going to put it on, mm-hmm. but I'm so hardcore. Like if it's out of season, like I won't, my Yankees gear is officially done because right. baseball season is done.
1: That's why I have this jersey on right now. Like Football this season, football I don't they wear
0: it. Or, out of football season, I don't wear any Jets gear. Right. So I guess, and maybe this is rhetorical, maybe there's no right answer, but like, is there a guideline to when and what gear you can wear? Also, a pet peeve of mine, if the, the if they don't play for them anymore, uh-huh. don't wear their jersey. Is just, actually... Unless it's like a Hall of Fame, like, right. like you know, prestigious player. Mm-hmm. But if it's like Joe Schmo who played with them last year and you just still have their jersey, like I, don't wear it. I don't know. I, I, maybe that's just me being too much uh, hardcore. But like I would be very curious to see if anybody else has any sort of fan see, gear etiquette on what they wear and when.
1: I feel like we can have a back and forth on this all day. Yeah. Like for me, uh, personally, I'd probably start with baseball spring training. That's where yep. I would start. Agree 100 percent. Busting that out on um, football. Preseason. Preseason for me. August. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, I I I guess there's an argument to be made for like training camp or something which is just a couple of weeks I guess. Yeah, like OTAs uh, yeah, and OTAs, things like that rookie yeah. camp stuff yeah. like that. Um but yeah, preseason is probably where where that's going to come out hockey. I'm assuming it's going to be the same thing preseason. Um but that that's my personal opinion. Yeah, yeah I, I don't as soon as baseball is done, this is going back in the closet for for a
0: while. Yep. So and like we used to go to D-backs games all the time in Phoenix, right? And oh, yeah. and I if they're not playing the Yankees, I'm not wearing my Yankee stuff. No, they're and not. It bad. drives me crazy when, like, just let's just say it's the Dodgers and the, and the D-backs. Mm-hmm. and you got a guy wearing Cubs jersey or or a Pirates jersey. Like the team, like it, like it makes no sense for him to be wearing that gear. Uh-huh. It drives me up a wall, and I know it's probably a me <laughs> thing, but it's like it. I don't
1: know. I don't know why. No, I I don't think I'm like as. Been over it like well, yeah. as you but yeah. like I, I it is a thing with me too like yeah. it, like you do realize they're not playing here you're, right you realize you're, not, you're right. at the wrong venue right yeah i understand where you're coming from it's just one of those things where it's, I, i'm not sure maybe they were invited by a friend and they're just not a fan of either yeah. team so they're just there for a night out or whatever yeah but yeah you know, wear something else <laughs> wear right. casual clothing right. or something exactly yep i agree with you on. um yep. Yeah, that that
0: kind of came to me tonight when I was debating whether or not I was going to wear this jersey. I thought that would be an interesting conversation. But
1: I mean, Rodgers' presence is is pretty big, especially on the mentality of this team uh, this yep. year. So yep. even and he surprised
0: he was... them, he didn't. They didn't know he was going to be there. They said really? they, um, he only told Robert Sala, and then he showed up last night. Nice. Um, okay. So that probably had to do something. Zach Wilson, for what it's worth, looks looks actually Acceptable. like a like an NFL quarterback. Oh yeah. So far in this game. So yep. um, that's encouraging. But all right, enough about the Jets, um, unless something good happens <laughs> or bad. Right. Um, we will jump into what has happened so far in week four. We'll go over our top stories. We each have a few that, that jumped out to us this week. So go ahead with, with um, yours so far. Okay.
1: Well, we'll start off with the Broncos and Bears game. I know that wasn't very, um, I guess, the, built it's up. On ESPN, on ESPN Radio this week,
0: they're referring to that as the toilet bowl game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, I'm not... With the Bears, yes, because they they just looked that awful, and it it took I guess a, a bad opponent to really sh- shine their offense back to what I thought it was going to be uh, like on a common occurrence. Yeah, but against the Broncos and that Broncos team, give credit to them they they, they got pounded last week, seventy yeah. points, obviously. So this week they were they were down twenty one points, twenty eight seven, and they could have easily rolled rolled over, yep. threw in the towel, gave up on on. I'll hope, but they came back. They let uh, Russell Wilson cook. So, props to them. They they got they got uh, to Justin Fields at the end of the game. They got what an interception, yep, to uh, seal it. And yeah, credit to the Broncos. I mean, they're they're still fighting, and I'm not sure what that mentality of that of that game is, but I'm sure there's some sort of pride issue going on oh, there. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So it's just one of those things where you come out and you're like, all right, enough is enough. And for the Bears, I don't know even where where they turn now. Um, they, they're, they're, I don't know if it's coaching. I don't know if it's Justin Fields at this point. I, there's just so many issues with that team that you can't put pinpoint it right now and to let that one get, let uh slip through their, their fingers. That's, that's rough. Yeah. Yep. So yep. that was my number one story from that one. Okay. uh number two, I got the Lions. It's, it's, uh. Reference to the Thursday night game. Yep. I think it's their division now to lose. Oh, for sure. Um, no doubt. They manhandled the Packers, which I think is going to be the they, second best team in that division. I watched a good amount of that game. Mm-hmm. They dominated
0: on the both lines. Right. Offensive line and defensive line. Yep. They just dominate. The
1: big boys just dominated that game. Yep. Hutchinson's making, making himself a household name. Yep. To have, um, making plays that he's been making throughout the four, first four weeks of this season. So the Lions, to me, they look legit. They look like they're going to. I don't want to say run away with that division, but they the, could. The, they could. It's going to be a pretty... It's not I the guess, Bears. It's yeah. not the Vikings.
0: It's only going to be it's the Packers. Be Packers. It's only right. going to be the Packers. Yeah. It's their only competition.
1: Yep. So it's. I feel like they're going to win the division handily, um, but say like three or more games over the Packers. Um, I don't see that happening, but I think they're going to have like a two, three-game cushion over the Packers at the end of the year. And then my last top story is the Vikings. Since they won... Do they become sellers or are they still uh, going in for this season? I know Justin Zer- Jefferson is tired of hearing the questions about yeah. selling. Um, so it becomes one of those things. If you win, how do you explain it to your fan base type of thing of, well, we're going to sell anyway. Right. We're going to trade away Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins. And I don't know how, as
0: much as I would love for them to sell to specifically yeah. to the Jets. Yep. I don't know how you do that when you have a guy like Justin Jefferson. Like right. That's, you, you, you have, to, you, it's almost like you're forced to put a team around him because
1: you're wasting his talent and his rookie deal. It's kind of how, like the Rams we discussed back when our NFC West preview, where they have Cooper cup and they have uh, Aaron Donald and they have Matthew Stiver. You have these guys that are veterans and they produce, you know, they produce. Yep. Um, so you can never really go on a full fledged rebuild because of these players that, that you can't waste their, their years that are, uh, they're already serving you there for. So it's going to be one of those things. You have Justin Jefferson. If you try to rebuild, all of a sudden, he's not going to be on on his rookie contract anymore. So you're going to have to pay that man right. um by the time you're ready to compete once more. So, yeah, it's going to be a tough decision for the Vikings. Yep. yep. So that's my my, my three. Twoers. All right. Yep. So I didn't write this one down
0: because I had done this before I saw it. Okay. But you all, if you listen to this show, you guys should know where I'm going to start. <laughs> and that's with freaking Brandon Staley. I'm so done with that guy.
1: <laughs> the I, weekly rant of Brandon Staley. He
0: did it again. He did the exact same thing that we talked about. We were watching the game, and I almost spit out my my dinner.
1: Yeah, I was, was in, yep, I was it, in we, the kitchen. And you they know were up yeah. by a
0: touchdown. Three or four minutes left in the game. They're on, they're on their own 25.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And he goes for it on fourth and one with another sneak. And they didn't get it. Right. And the only reason they won the game is because a rookie quarterback threw a bad interception, and the defense bailed him out. Mm-hmm. I I don't, I saw a tweet, Trey Wingo. I'll give him credit because I know he said it. His tweet after that was, okay, now Brennan Staley is directly trying to get fired. Right. And that's what it looks like. Like when you make, like, what are you, what are you doing? Right. I don't, I'm so, if I, I can't stress this enough. If I was a Chargers fan, I would have blown a gasket (laughs) today. At this point, it's just common. It's like what, it's the weekly. At what point do one of your coaches pull you aside and be like, dude, Mm -hmm. like, what are you doing? Like See, I, you,
1: you gotta, you gotta do something different. Yeah. I mean, we discussed it last week when they, when they did that, like you have to think about the position of, of the field that you're in uh, last week, they were what they're 24. It, sorry, they're it was 25. almost the identical. Situation. And now they're, it was a, they're like 30. It, yeah, yeah. And I mean, <laughs> the only difference was last time they, last week they gave it to their fullback. This time they tried the actual tush push that they do yep. in Philadelphia, that Philadelphia has made the only time I've seen it not work, yep. by the way. Yep. <laughs> Leave to the chargers to not make that work. But, um, yeah, I mean, he went with a different play call, but at the same time, once again, you have to look at where where you're at and uh, <laughs> how many points you're up. It's one possession game. You can't put your defense in that that sort of a uh, position. I I I, I just I, don't get it. I get that you have confidence in your offense, but at the same time, it, I <laughs> you got to have some confidence in your defense to to hold the hold the Raiders with the rookie quarterback um, and make them drive the entirety of the field rather than. 30 yards so uh, again brandon Saley, give your team the best chance to win yeah and <laughs> he's not doing it yeah
0: he's they're winning again they're winning in spite of him right so yep i agree all right um so i thought that there were some teams exposed this week exposed. as potential i feel like now we're to the point where you might be able to say these team these teams are pretenders instead right. of contenders yeah and i'm sorry to do this to you jeff um, because I picked them in the division, same as you. Mm-hmm. Um, the three that I wrote down are the saints, mm-hmm. the Bengals, and the Steelers. Okay. They all had really bad losses today. Um, Derek Carr did play for the saints and they still lost the game. Right. Um, Oh my gosh. Did he just catch that ball? He caught,
1: he caught that short, but he caught it.
0: Garrett Wilson has some of the best hands on the league. Yeah. Um, they shouldn't have lost to the bucks, even though I picked them as my, as the bucks as my lock last week. That right. was, that was assuming that Derek Carr was going to be out. Right. That's just a stupid catch. Um, huh. The Bengals didn't. They did. They just didn't show up today. They scored three points again to the Titans. Yeah, against the Titans. Who? Okay. What, what's happening here? Gonna, I think they're going they're for try it. Try and draw them off.
1: Maybe they need. They Where need are points. they? They need points. They're at thirty-four. What
0: are they Call doing? Don't, don't hike the ball. Don't hike the ball.
1: Call timeout. Oh, yeah. called it. Okay, field goal. <laughs> Sorry for that pause. Sorry, guys. Yep. <laughs> um,
0: told you I was gonna. I, I can't. I can't not. I'm sorry. I, I, I kind of have to be in the yeah, game because I I yeah. I like to see the games and anyway, um, so. so the the Bengals horrible loss to the Titans. They're now one in what? One three. in 3.
1: Yeah.
0: Um Joe Burrow, I don't care what anybody says, Joe Burrow cannot be right. He cannot yeah. be healthy.
1: No.
0: Um and then the Steelers. Uh the Steelers lost again. Who they play today? They played um Steelers. Um they played the Texans. They played the Texans. Who who I think we need to start giving the Texans a little bit more credit. But <laughs> Yeah, you're you're doing that. You're on the ah, Texans. You're on the Texans. Bandwagon on the bandwagon already. right now. Yep. Um, and so I think that the Steelers they won last week against Vegas. Um, but I I mean they just don't look right offensively. Yeah. Um, I saw a funny tweet today, and I even I even talked about it. Um, in doing our breakdowns, how good Kenny Pickett looked in the preseason. Right. Mike Greenberg of ESPN. He's on Get Up. He's you know really. Famous, he missed missed it. it. Oh,
1: no, doink. Nope, he missed it. Unbelievable. (sighs) 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 Go ahead, Mike
0: Greenberg. Production team.
1: (laughs) Production team. (laughs)
0: Can Um, we sub him this man? (laughs) He said, if I ever, if you ever hear me putting stock in the preseason ever again, just say the two words: Kenny Pickett. And i thought that was hilarious because i talked about it too right mm-hmm. i talked about how amazing he looked in the preseason yep. and he's looked anything but right um, so th- those three teams specifically i feel like we can now start to really say like they potentially are
1: pretenders right um yeah like for me preseason i guess is just more of a timing thing um i wouldn't put too much stock into it anymore because you're not going up against i guess full effort full-blown first team versus first team um, you're getting a look at guys in different positions and, and just schematically what you're going to do for for the first week of the, of the year. And then from there on, uh, you have know, game plan week by, week by week. But, yeah, it's just one of those things where it's just reps, reps, reps is what the preseason is. And Kenny Pickett, I mean, you're right. He did look very good. Uh, he looked like he had a repertoire with all his receivers and and he like he had a flow going. But I guess he... Against number one defenses, it's just not not clicking. Yeah. Um, or he's just made, he's just not, I guess, comfortable enough to to make the throws and, and has the confidence to and to deliver the throws that he was making during the preseason. Um in terms of the Bengals, this is yeah, week four. Their offense has looked terrible Non-existent. every single week. Yep. Non existent. I mean well, I'll, I'll do the two teams, the Saints and Bengals. Their their offense has just been looked looking um pathetic. I <laughs> for lack of a better word yeah. and that's coming from my fan because yeah. I, I, I feel you know, like I I'm can, allowed to call it. You know, I,
0: I was, I was going to ask you this. I was going to do a whole mm-hmm. like segment on it, but like you watch all the Saints games like what what's going on? What what is it because uh, I'm very surprised,
1: right? So to me, I want I know like in a lot of threads, especially with Saints threads. They want Dennis Allen and P Carmichael Jr., which is the offensive coordinator uh, gone. For me, it's just Pete Carmichael. He's the offense coordinator. He's the one who's setting all these guys up uh, schematically where they're, where they're going to supposed to succeed at. I mean, you got Chris Olave, Michael Thomas, <laughs> a healthy Michael Thomas at that as your wide outs. You got Rashid Shahid in your slot. Tomorrow came back Kamara today. Tomorrow came back today. and I mean, you, you said it earlier. You had like 14 receptions for like 30 yards. 13 yard. receptions yeah.
0: for 33 yards. Yeah, it was.
1: That, that's, that's just not putting that's your... Just check down. That's yeah. all that is. that is. That's ridiculous to me. And to me, that's just uh, that's just comes down to what you're doing as a scheme um, offensively. Derek Carr, I do have some bones to pick with him because he, I feel like he's making um, terrible reads. To you. Oh, that was, Let's oh, go! He threw that again. Way to go! <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, um, the Saints. It's just one of those things where they're gonna have to figure it out. For me, it's it's gonna be an interesting week. I, I wonder if they're gonna do anything. Um, coaching wise, personnel wise, or, in regards to firing or, or just handing handing somebody else the op- play calling, yeah, the play yeah. calling, because right now Pete P Carmichael came from the Sean Payton tree, but during the entire tenure of Sean Payton being with the Saints, Pete Carmichael never really called the plays during the entire time. It was always Sean Payton. So it's just one of those things where
0: that's the whole we're starting Eric, to see. That's the whole Eric Biennemi, uh Andy Reid conversation. Yeah, right. Where yeah. nobody was giving Bieniemy credit because, because it was Andy Reid. Because it was
1: Andy Reid. Yeah, but at this point, you can kind of say with confidence that you know you understand why it's not. It wasn't Pete Carmichael any, during any time Sean Payton was there. So yeah, to me, it's just a scheme issue at this point. Derek Carr, trust me, he's not doing himself any favors because he's he's making some bad reads. Um, he's throwing, He's trying to force it to olave and some players downfield and some it's just not not hitting it's not clicking at all so so yeah top story number one for you um and
0: then i have two uh one one i'll just summarize really quick the afc south is up for grabs they're every team in that division is two and two every team in that division is more competitive than we expected right uh the texans and colts specifically the jags actually are uh, maybe not playing as well as we thought and then the titans the Titans, I think, are just kind of there. I don't really expect them to be there at the end of the season. But right mm-hmm. now, the AFC South is 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 up for grabs. Anybody can take that division. Um, and then the Bills, I think, the top story. They're the top story of the week for me mm-hmm. because I will be the first to say that I expected the Dolphins to win that game and and win it sound, right. soundly. Right. Um, I obviously everybody knows I'm super high on the Dolphins. I will say that I almost feel like that the best thing that could have happened to the Bills was the, the week one loss
1: a slap to reality? I really
0: kind day. of think that it was speci- yeah. specifically for Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's had a turnover since that game. Um, and he, I mean, he looked phenomenal today. Oh yeah. And I mean, who knows they could look back at the end of the season. Obviously they're your Super Bowl pick. Mm-hmm. Um, they could look back and say, man, that was exactly what we needed. Even though at the time, everybody was saying what a horrible loss it was. And that, you know, they peaked and, and, and everything else. Um, and, I think that i mean who knows it's a long season it's only a quarter of the way through but right that could be the the punch that they needed to start to start the season
1: yeah i mean i was on a, like a fire mcdermott tirade right after that game because yeah. it was like <laughs> there's you have like no excuse to really lose that game but josh allen he, he put it on him he didn't put it on anybody else and he's turned it on to mvp mode ever since then so um credit to josh allen for for <laughs> carrying that team and I, one of the issues i had with the bills was their limited weapons and in to me they're showing that they don't it doesn't matter stefan diggs is is balling out yeah hardcore yep all right so we're going to move over to our prisoner of the
0: moment our or potential overreactions or maybe they're not Mm -hmm. um so i'll let you go first
1: well (laughs) this is this is the overreaction segment but i need you to like last week i need you to say this is not an overreaction okay the saints need to fire their offensive coordinator i don't think that's an overreaction
0: okay i don't think that's an overreaction because we already talked about it right we just explained why they should be more firing on more cylinders offensively, right? And oh my gosh, hold on—that's a sack. All right, halftime.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yep. All right,
0: halftime. Twenty to twenty to twelve. Jets get the ball. Start the third. Competitive. It's more competitive than it looked like it was going to be at seventeen nothing. Right. So, Where are you go. Um. Yeah. So we'll, well sorry. We'll, we'll try
1: fine. to get this show yeah. through before. Um, the third but point.
0: no, I do not think that that's an overreaction. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that they need to be playing better offensively.
1: Oh, absolutely. They have too much skill yep. to to be. Being held below twenty points every game, I think they're the only only NFC team to not score twenty points. That's crazy <laughs> this that's year. Crazy. So, yep. Then my second one is the Dolphins' defense will hold them back, um, come playoff time. <sighs> that's that's tough. So, um, obviously they let up what forty eight today to the Bills. Yep. Uh, that, yep, those are the sort of offenses you're <laughs> going to run into, KC, um, Jacksonville if they get going in the playoffs. So, that defense is going to have to Here's why. So, I'm going to say that's an overreaction. Okay. Because
0: by then, Jalen Ramsey will be back. December. And so, who knows what that looks like defensively for them. Mm -hmm. That could change the whole complexion of, I mean, you see what a shutdown corner can do. Mm -hmm. Who knows what that looks like. So, for right now, I'm going to say that's an overreaction.
1: Okay. Fair enough.
0: All right. So, my first one, you're not going to enjoy this. (laughs) Okay.
1: Um, Tampa Bay is now the favorites of the NFC South. Uh, okay, I, I wouldn't say that's an overreaction at all. I obviously I look at the other teams in that division. Panthers are zero and four. Falcons that they, they need to let Desmond Ritter do something because right now they're just relying on Bijan. So I mean, that can only get you so far. And then the Saints, if they don't find something offensively, th- that defense is going to get worn down and they're going to start get, giving up points. This is the first time in like eleven games um, that they let let up more than twenty points that defense. Yeah. So it's just going to be one of those things where the defense can't, isn't going to keep you in games for long. If your offense can't sustain drives, you know,
0: as a jet fan, I can relate to that. Yeah. Yes. I know you would know. Frustrations of that. Yes. Yeah. uh, It's not fun. So my second one and this one, I'm, I actually am super curious to hear your thoughts. I think this could be a a topic in the national media this week. I really do. Um, Excuse me. Cincinnati should save Joe Burrow from himself and bench him until he's healthy.
1: Ooh. okay
0: because and, and you know all the reasons that we already talked about with cincinnati mm-hmm. he's just not right there's right. no reason that a healthy joe burrow puts up three points in a game
1: right yeah i mean i i think i'm i'll agree with you like right now he's there's just not being joe burrow-esque i suppose it's just one of those things where <laughs> until your defense and your offense can start clicking in some sort of way i know jabbar chases went on a little bit of a pirate today he's he's always oh, open did he? yeah. I didn't see that yeah he was of like course. I'm always open
0: told you man you know, receivers. receivers divas they're yep. divas
1: <laughs> yep <laughs> but it's just one of those things where yeah Joe Burrow is uh, see I haven't seen enough of the Bengals game to see if it's reads if yeah if it's, I haven't if either it's, I, I mean, if it's his arm if it's legs I don't I don't know I uh, I'd have to I'm I'll probably take a look next week, uh, a Bengals game, see what what sort of uh, things Joe Burrow is doing, but yeah, I mean, who do they have as their backup right now? You know, couldn't even tell you. Right. I know they had
0: they had Trevor Simeon until the Jets signed him, mm. um, but he was on the practice squad. I don't right. know who their
1: backup is. Okay, yeah, so, I mean, at let's see, they're one and three you. now. Stand by, yeah. Let's see, what well, they're one and three now, Ravens are leading that division three and one. Yep, and Cleveland's two and two. I mean, at this point you got two teams that are probably better than you at this uh, right now, Cleveland and Baltimore. Jake Browning. And don't know. Never heard of him. Never heard of him.
0: Nope. Never heard of him. He's the backup. He's the backup for what it's worth. Okay.
1: Um, so, I think that's an intriguing conversation. Yeah. I, obviously they won't do that. No, they, 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 won't. Won't, they won't. They won't pull the trigger. Um. Obviously it's early in the season. They think they'll, they still have a chance to make the playoffs yep. in the division and whatnot. But right now you got Baltimore playing pretty hot. Um, Cleveland has has a defense
0: a that's going to keep them. Defense. Yep,
1: that's going to keep them in every game. They'll... Don't pay attention to yeah, the points they gave up today. Yeah, today's a
0: watch. I watched a good majority of that game, and the the backup for Deshaun Watson, Cleveland's quarterback, was just dreadful today. Just he huh. made throws where you th- would have thought that his arm got hit or something, and no, he just like there was one he just flat lost a grip on the ball nice. and like throw it thirty yards like right to a defender. I mean,
1: he just he looked he looked horrible today. Money. So don't pay attention to that. Cleveland has a really good defense, right? Yeah, putting your team defense in bad positions is always a recipe for disaster, regardless of how good your defense is. So for me, Cleveland is going to be there until the very end. Them in Baltimore is going to be a two two horse race. But unless Joe Burrow and that offense gets cl- clicking for for the Bengals, I I don't I even see them making the playoffs at this rate. No,
0: no, I don't either. I think that's starting to be in serious question. All right. Um, all right, so those are our potential overreactions. We're going to do a quick first four-week recap, so it's about quarter of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, back to our What Do They Know segment that we did on week one, some of the things that we talked about at the beginning of the season that either we got way wrong or it right. looks like as of right now maybe we've gotten it right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll let you go first.
1: Okay, so first one, uh, since we just talked about the Browns defense, uh, I was very high yeah, on Browns were, defense. you were spot on with that. <laughs> I was uh, Jim Schwartz is – I'm a big Jim Schwartz fan, so as soon as I saw that, uh connection there I, I was all all on board with cleveland i, I still have them winning the division um i think the Sean watson showed a lot lo, a lot more promise week uh, last week um obviously this week he was injured um so they have a bye next week so he'll he'll get uh healthy miles garrett i heard he was in a walking boot today but oh really yeah i heard that but he said he'll be good to go after the bye week so that's to remain to be seen but um, that's going to be a huge loss if they can't uh keep Miles Garrett healthy. But for now, that Browns defense is very uh competitive and very um fearsome, in my opinion. So um, that's one thing I got right, and then the Vikings defense being <laughs> on the yeah. opposite end. Yeah, you being were right bad. about that too. So um, I know you had them winning the-, winning the division. I'll tell you right now, that's one of the things I got totally wrong was yep. the Vikings. Yep. Yeah. So. That defense just, just yeah, it's just not having the talent to kind of keep up. I know their offense can score with the best of them right now, especially with that Justin Jefferson, Kirk Cousins connection. But that defense not being up to standard is really going to hold them back. And I think they were, what, 0 5 since being 11 and 0 in one possession games now. So it's going to be one of those things where, well, they won one tonight, but it, it, it's against the Panthers. It was an and 3 matchup. Yeah. Um. So. Toy bowl another toilet bowl in the <laughs> but yeah it's just gonna be one of those things where the vikings gotta i i assume wait another year for that defense to pick back up yep yep um in terms of wrong you want me to go with the yeah wrongs? go ahead okay with the wrongs jacksonville and chicago offenses especially especially chicago's yeah um obviously i thought justin Fields was gonna light the world on fire this year maybe not mvp numbers but pretty a top lot people, top five a lot of people were saying that yeah definitely top five top three um just it's just one of those things where it's just not i'm not i don't know what's going on with Chicago. i mean he
0: did throw for four touchdowns today so maybe it's
1: just one of those things but it's denver and you look yeah. at what yeah how denver's react i know i know they came back in one when we, when we talked about that a little bit earlier but at the same time that denver defense is just not it's just not playing at a competitive level especially after giving up so many points at miami you can't take them completely seriously right. i suppose yeah um at, for nfl standards so uh, chicago's offense uh, we'll see if they they can this can be a stepping stone for better things but come coming off a loss uh, uh, i wouldn't be surprised if they regress again uh next week yep. and then jacksonville they have too many weapons there but uh it's gonna, it's gonna be a trevor lawrence thing it revolves around him um atn Obviously, he gets his fair share of touches, but I, I don't really see them having a run game, to be honest no, with you. I don't think he gets enough.
0: Really? Uh, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, I mean, I saw him today, and they they have some good runs here and there, but nothing nothing really stood out in terms of explosiveness or anything. So I think ATN's more of that uh, third down back. I'm not sure if he's a workhorse type of thing. But Kelvin Riddle and Christian Kirk. Uh, Christian Kirk had a lot of targets and a lot of receptions today. So um, we'll see. If they can spread the ball around more, because right now it's looking like they're just focusing on one receiver each week, and I'm not sure if that's the formula for success for Jacksonville. And then the other thing <clears throat> I got wrong <clears throat> was the uh, excuse me, was the Dolphins' offensive, uh, I guess potential. Um, <laughs> as we know, I mean, I don't think either of us
0: right, saw this coming. Right, you know? right.
1: We know you knew you were a lot higher than on them than I was. Uh, for me, I I would question their health, especially with Tua. Yeah, you didn't even have you didn't even pick them and make the playoffs. Yeah, no, no, nope. nope. Uh, I, I honestly thought it was going to be a carryover from the second half of last year, Dolphins rather than the first half. I know it was definitely two different Dolphin teams that we saw last year, and that all came down to health. Yep. So it, to me, it was just one of those things where if they were going to be healthy enough, obviously week four still so early, but right now <laughs> I didn't see that this offensive explosion that comes as violently as it has uh, Tyree and Jalen Waddell, and. Um, they're running backs poster in a chon or a cane or however you want to say yeah it. I, don't, I don't even yeah, know so yeah explosive offense so I was wrong on that okay yep Um. so the first the two things that I got
0: right so far two teams I got I looks like I got right so far um, are the Ravens they're three and one in their division mm-hmm. looks like they're gonna you know potentially continue to go in the right direction obviously health is a big part of right. their team and will be for the rest of the year um, and then the Bucks. you and I had a pretty lengthy debate on the Bucks and where they where I thought they stood. Um, I had them <clears> finishing <throat> second in the division right. and said that I thought that Baker could have a, a really good comeback year mm-hmm. and potentially have a really good connection with Mike Evans. Mm-hmm. All of that has come to, to fruition. fruition so far. Um, obviously, Mike Evans left today injured, um, but right. Baker has looked good. They're 3-1. Their only loss is to the, the Eagles, who are undefeated. Right. Um, they're number one in the in the NFC South right now. So that looks like that's going to be um, a promising, something that yeah, I, may, probably so I may have gotten correct. Right. All right. We are going to transition over to power rankings. Um. So just to recap, we'll, we'll go through our one through five best teams, right. and we'll call out any any changes that we had from last week. So I'll, I'll let you go first.
1: All right. Number one, 49ers.
0: Holding steady. Which makes more sense this week than it did last week. Right, absolutely. With the so. Dolphins. Yep, and
1: for that whole... The Dolphins
0: actually lost this yep. week.
1: <laughs> you wanted to slap me across the face when I had, didn't have the Dolphins at number one last week after playing 70, but th- this whole Dolphins and Bills game kind of fortified my argument that you need Defense yeah, and offense to it, it win games sure in this league. So for sure did uh, 49ers holding the top spot because they have both, and they prove that again with the with the win against the Arizona Cardinals. Um, number two, Bills jump jump up. They replace the Dolphins there, so I think it's it's only right you you replace the team that you beat type of thing. And and they're going in the hot. Their their <laughs> offense is looking pretty deadly, and their their defense is uh. Um, holding really, really well, especially against that, that offense against Miami. And then number three, I got the Eagles. I know they, they looked a little suspect today against the commanders. Um, especially that, that defense looked a little leaky. Um, giving yeah. up 30, yeah. 30, 30 plus points against Sam Howell after they, they only scored three last week against, against Buffalo. So, uh, I mean, it's a division game. Anything can happen during a division game. Yep. So I'll give it that and give that a wash. Number four, I got the dolphins, um, going down to number four. Um, Obviously, you're not going to run into this Buffalo Bills defense every week, um, especially that high-caliber type of defense. So at this point, I, I see the Dolphins, as long as they, they remain, remain healthy, um, they're going to put up some <laughs> points, and they're going to win a lot of games that way. Number five, I got the Chiefs. I mean, as as of right now, <laughs> it's 2020, Jets and Chiefs. So if they lose, obviously, they, they drop out, and I'd probably put the Lions there. Um, But um, Chiefs right now um, have too much offensive potential. And their defense, uh, I'm a little questionable about their defense, but I guess they can be stingy at times. Um, but as of right now, I got them at five. Okay. So same five teams, right? Nothing. Oh, left. really? Yeah. Uh, right? Yeah. 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 Same, same five. Yeah. Me. Same so
0: me. Um, nothing. We didn't add or remove anybody. And, and I did the same thing this week. So okay. number one, I moved the 49ers up. I took the Dolphins out of the top spot. Like right. you said, they lost. Bill's number two. Okay. I have the Dolphins three. Okay. I still think way too highly of the Dolphins to have right. them. In the four or five. So. Right. Chiefs four, Eagles five. Okay. Um, the Eagles dropped for me this week just because I almost I contemplated taking them out of my top five with a win, mm-hmm. but I just feel like you can't do that. Right, so, that's rough. Um, they're still sitting at number five, but they have to they they have to play better. Like they have to. And I shouldn't say that. They have to look better. Right. They're not beating the eye test right now for me. Um, I just think they they're just not quite diving.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, I think I'd dive into a little bit on divisional breakdowns with the eagles they they had a few new linebackers starting for them so it creates kind of a i guess unknown going into the year how your defense is going to shape out and i think it kind of proves today um and and throughout the course of the year they they haven't looked especially overwhelming defensively offensively they've had their spurts especially today but defensively i think that's going to be their their real challenge of overcoming this year
0: yep all right so those are our rankings again we'll we'll Change them, update them next week as we as we see fit. Right. Um, we'll go into our fantasy studs and duds. We're going to change it up this week. Instead of us do, both doing studs and duds, Jeff's going to take the studs, and I'll charge. do the duds.
1: I'm in charge of the studs. All so right. go ahead. All right, so number one, I got Josh Allen. Josh Allen just balled out today. He sure did. <laughs> um, he's been on a tear the past uh, three weeks. So um, like I said earlier, he, he's put on, put on MVP performances since that week one uh, loss against the Jets. Um, so Josh Allen putting up points and then number two anthony richardson out of indy he he's looking more and more like a, like like a clear a cut yeah, clear yep. cut qb1 also uh, franchise player
0: yep. he's looking like a guaranteed anytime touchdown score oh yeah if you're if you're a gambling person
1: yep um he rushes the ball yep he throws the ball he's got michael pittman <laughs> jr over there um yeah and that colts team is a lot stingier and a lot more uh, surprising to me that they're two and two 100 um so kudos to Steichen over there in, in indy but yeah anthony richardson is, is putting up points over there in indy yep um in terms of running backs i got mccaffrey and david montgomery mccaffrey got what three touchdowns four four, touch, four touchdowns he got four you got three rushing and one receiving yeah. i believe yeah um david montgomery had the three uh on thursday night yep um yeah it's i was surprised by david montgomery obviously i I don't know where, what to make of it because they still have Gibbs there, and uh, I think we both can agree that Gibbs is the better, yeah, uh, I guess, I,
0: I, running back. But I think he's more explosive, but right now right. Montgomery you, you is can, clearly yeah. the workhorse. He had yeah. over 30 rushes on, on 32, 32, yeah, 32 attempts. Yep.
1: Yeah, it's just one of those things where he's carrying over what he had over in Chicago with Khalil Herbert and splitting carries and whatnot, but yep. he, he does enough or more than enough to, to warrant all the rushing attempts that he gets, and he balled out this week um wide receivers i got aj brown (laughs) he'll be happy this week (laughs) won't power or anything sideline arguments this week yeah basically so um all good there in philadelphia for him um stefan diggs he cut three touchdowns i believe today from josh allen sure did and then nico collins um this probably going to be a trend in houston i think so cj stroud is once again like anthony richardson is looking like the real deal over there in houston um, but it's just gonna be one of those those things where you wonder who's gonna be the number one uh, wide receiver there. Was it's gonna be Nico Collins, or it's gonna be Tank Dell? Yep. Um. There in Houston, and tight end, I got Cole Komet, Um. If, if that's how you say it. Yep. Um. There in Chicago, he he finally got his due. He he has so much potential. I just feel like Justin Fields kind of overlooks him sometimes. I don't know if that's because he doesn't want to look to, towards his tight end, or if he, if he's just not confident. To, throwing it to him I, I don't know what's going on there but cole Komet came up with two touchdowns and uh, i i had i had him last year in fantasy and he was serviceable he produced, but yeah yeah it was just one of those things where he has these types of games in him so um, if you're gonna ride with cole Komet I, I think you should ride it with him throughout the year then defense i got the cowboys They they put once up, again yep yep cowboys coming up um I guess they kind of woke up from last week with that Cardinals, surprising Cardinals loss. Yep. Um, obviously, that Trayvon Diggs injury was big, but they adjusted today, and <laughs> they made Patriots uh, bench Mac Jones. Yeah, so, they had two uh, two defensive touchdowns, a couple interceptions, yep. a couple fumbles, like, yeah. Yep, so Cowboys, once again, putting up points. So that's my those are my studs for the week.
0: Okay. Um, so, Duds, uh, you just talked about one at quarterback Mac Jones. He had a yeah. whopping .7 points this week. Nice. Um, so, shout out to you. If you had him on your team, you probably lost. <laughs> um, Joe Burrow, we've already talked about 4.7 points. Um, the Bengals as a whole only scored three. So, you know, he's not going to put up big numbers. We don't. I don't know what's going on there. Right, and
1: that's such a disappointment because of where Joe Burrow it was, I guess, drafted. Oh, yeah. That's, oh, yeah. that's
0: definitely losing a talk lot about of value. value right? Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, no doubt.
0: Um, wide receiver, excuse me, running backs. Aaron Jones, only 2.4 points. Obviously, he's coming off injury. He hadn't played, um, so there might be something there. Get up! Uh, no, holding. holding, maybe? Yep. That's coming back. Kill him. Ooh! feel like he could have. Um, hopefully, that's holding. Right. Um, Aaron Jones coming off injury, 2.4 points. Raheem Mostert, um, he had a million touchdowns last week um, right. and a million yards. Um, and then he only had 5.5 5 points this week. He had two fumbles. One was lost. One was recovered. Okay. Um, so maybe that had something to do with it. Um, yeah.
1: Chain kind of like took over the running back. He only had ru- eight rush attempts, but he had over a hundred yards rushing. Yeah. That, that's insane yeah. to me. I'm, I'm curious as to see if he's going to take that yeah. work worse. It certainly looks like it.
0: Yep. Um, wide receivers, Chris Olave and Debo Samuel, both on my fantasy team. <laughs> the same team? On the same team. <laughs> so I lost in that league. <laughs> um, Chris Olave had 1.4 and Debo Samuel had 0. 0.6 points. Ooh. Um, both of those guys, I can't really complain. They've been studs the first couple weeks, so right. um, they're allowed to have a bad week, I guess. Um, tight end, Kittle, 1.9 points. Um, so it seems like the only only person on San Francisco that produced was Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, it was McCaffrey. Um, and Brandon he had a couple good catches as well. Um, oh, and Gerald Everett, 2.9 points for for the Chargers, which this one surprises me because you would think that with the the... Injury to Mike Williams, who you know he tore his ACL, lost for the season. Mm-hmm. This seems like a natural fit to be like the guy that steps up, right. Gerald Everett, because um, he's put up big numbers in the past. Mm-hmm. And all season we've talked about it. He just hasn't he just hasn't produced so far this year. So. Right. And Josh
1: Palmer only had like three receptions yeah. this year. So he, yeah, he would have thought that those targets Again, it went was somewhere. mostly
0: all Keenan Allen this week, right? Um, for them. Yep. And then uh, defense, I, uh, Miami minus six points for their defense. So. Whew. Um, again, if you had Miami's defense, congratulations, you probably
1: lost. <laughs> I don't know why you would have Miami's yeah. defense, but uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you did ooh, power to you. All
0: right. So those are our studs and duds. Uh, we will wrap up this episode as we do every week by doing our picks for next week. We're going to do a lock and then an upset. So, uh, uh, uh look at the standings partially, um, cause mm-hmm. Jeff's last pick is still outstanding as of right now. All right. Um, last week I was one and one. Um, I picked, I don't even remember. You got the Bucks over the Saints. I picked the Bunts over the, the Bucks over the Saints as my lock, right. um, and I took a complete shot in the dark with the Cardinals over the Niners. That's right, you did. Um, <laughs> that didn't pan out. <laughs> no, it didn't. So um, I was one and one last week. I'm four and four total. Um, so pretty consistent what there. At five five um, hundred. You're at least you have one pick correct. Texans. Um, the texans over the steelers as your upset yep. and then your lock is obviously playing right now with kansas city who looks anything but right now
1: right i'm yeah. trying to
0: keep it together but hey, I'm, to the I'm, I'm a nervous wreck
1: yeah yeah um, i can tell
0: so we'll <laughs> see we gotta wrap this stuff up so <laughs> yeah, we'll, we got to wrap this stuff up Jeff.
1: focus on the real um, things. so on. we'll
0: we'll give the standing the official standings next week because hopefully we won't have any games that are pending right um but let's just say that i'm leading <laughs>
1: okay, okay um so go ahead with your picks for next week okay so i'm rolling with the texans again I, i'm i'm rolling on so okay. double it with the texans over the falcons um somehow the falcons are two and a half point favorites i don't get that at so all so i don't understand it I don't either get that at all so i'm rolling with the texans on that one uh, write me up all day with that one okay so and then my lock lions over the
0: panthers panthers are winless See, see anytime i want to pick somebody who's facing a winless team it always makes me so nervous because they got yeah. to win at some point yeah they got to win at some point
1: yeah i just don't see it this this week i mean yeah. the lions are in the potential division winner winners are yep. I, I don't see them losing to a okay. winless team um my lock is the colts over
0: the titans um, I'm high okay. on the Colts, and I am not high on the Titans. You're rolling so, with the Colts. Okay, um, makes sense to me. Oh. Um, and my upset is the Saints over the Pats. Pats are one-and-a-half-point favorites.
1: Okay.
0: Um, I don't see that. Go, Brees. Go, Brees. Go, Brees. Oh. Go, Brees. Hold on to that ball, Brees. Oh, All right. That was a huge run. He's eating. That was about a 60-yard run, folks.
1: <laughs> let's wrap this up yeah we gotta, <laughs> oh, we gotta wrap, we gotta so wrap we can this get up this
0: going. um so Col- <laughs> all right Colts the titans and uh saints over the pats okay. pats are one and a half point favorites yep. so um the saints are reeling but i think that they'll beat the pats okay so we'll see mm-hmm. so that's our show for the week perfect um we gotta we gotta we got a really good game happening here folks so oh, we're, gonna, I'm, we're gonna I'm wrap this no, up this i can't even believe that this is even a game
1: um to be totally
0: honest with you, um I'm right there uh, with you. It them. is what it is. So we hope you guys enjoyed. Hopefully you were able to to s- stand through my outbursts. Um let's see what's happening here. We got a screen pass, CJ. CJ Ozama. Mm-hmm, there we go. Down to the 20, 25 flag. flag. It's coming oh. back. <laughs> All right, um we're out of here folks. We hope you enjoyed the week and we will catch you next week.
1: Goodbye. Peace. Thanks for listening to what did they know podcast make sure to follow us on all of our social media outlets to see future episode details and don't forget to send in any questions or topics that you want to see the guys discuss in their weekly episodes to come.